0: B- the-
1: Thanks for coming again on a Sunday. Sunday, I've had the kind of we were just talking about before we started recording, talking about you know being a parent, and you're a veteran as you described it. And yeah, I mean, eleven. Tent, yeah, yeah, that's a veteran.
0: He'll be eleven this year, so yeah, oh, eleven God. years strong in the game.
1: <laughs> I was just we we were talking about like some of the um the 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 things you kind of have to do as a parent. And I'm still just kind of fumbling around. And thank God my wife is here because I mean me, both of us. It's it's still just difficult, you know, every yeah. day. We're, you know, and we do this all the time, too. Well, She'll say, what do you think? And I'll be like, I don't know, what do you think? And then we both realize. We both became parents at the same time. But we don't have an advantage over the other one. Yeah, right. Where she's like, well, what do you think we together. should do? I'm like, I don't fucking know. Like, I've right. been here the same amount of time you've been here. Right, I don't know really. anything. And then we just kind of stumble and work through it. And fortunately, I got some good family around here, too. Like, I got... Yeah, we both work from home, so mm-hmm. we don't have the daycare stuff that we have to worry about. We yeah, have family that hangs out during the day, which is nice. That's cool. Yeah, that's very cool. I yeah. We're so lucky that that's a thing that we have.
0: As a parent in general, I think it's good to have your family around and have a good support system. It makes it easier. Oh, I agree. And then, you yeah. know what I'm saying? With like both of y'all in the home together, you know what I'm saying? As a family unit, I feel like everything uh, should run smooth. For the most part, you know, it's always going to be bumps in the road.
1: Oh, as smooth as it can. I'm, I'm I'm happy with what's going on so, so far. So, But yeah, I do like having our families close. Not all, like I'm from Akron, so we have a bunch of, I like guess where my mom is. Her parents live in Westlake, but they moved back here from Florida okay. when they found out that she was pregnant. So I'm glad that they're all here. I'm glad that they get to spend time with them too. That's that's nice. I'm glad they also want to as well. That's awesome. Yeah, nice. for sure. Hell yeah. Yeah. Well, joining me today, uh Malik X. Thank you for coming again. Uh, do appreciate, always appreciate it. For sure, Especially man. You appreciate the. I used to do these a little bit later, but again, yeah, the babies change everything. <laughs> so. For sure, hey, look, man, I'm
0: I'm flexible, man. Yeah, Just happy no, to be here. I
1: do, I do. I appreciate it, man. I, no uh, doubt. I've already been kind of it up a little bit. I know you've had a couple friends, people, even collaborators that you've had. That have no, been
0: yeah, that. i had a few uh, artist friends of mine come through. Like uh, I see, you had Toby come through. Toby, yeah, Toby was awesome. Yeah, yeah. Um, Mikey Silas, uh, Jewel, Big Green. All of them, man. I love
1: all of them. I really, really do. They, you yeah. know, Toby was one of those guys that just came in, sat down, and he's one of those guys that no matter who he talks to, he talks to you and you feel like you've known him for 10 years. For sure. He just is not, not, a, not that any of the other ones are either difficult to get along with, but yeah. Mikey's a little bit more reserved, but once we got going, he was very cool, very sweet guy. For sure. And uh, yeah, I told you, I, I talked to Jewel like about a week ago. He was, uh, he and I really, uh, Bonded over our love of Robert Townsend that we found out during the interview. Okay, that, uh, like from like the 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 movie Meteor Man and like the Five Heartbeats. Yeah, we I were, remember Meteor Man. Yeah, we were both convinced we were the only ones have ever seen that those movies. Oh you yeah, know, no Meteor
0: Man. That's like a hood classic, like an older hood classic and shit. I would say. Oh, I love that I love that. Yeah,
1: movie. and then yeah, the Five Heartbeats, again with Robert. Yeah, Townsend, that that too. Such a good movie, and I'd never to the to until until. He came on. I don't think I remember anyone ever even knowing what that movie was, let alone seeing it. I've seen it probably ten times. Yeah, I just love that movie. But that's just yeah,
0: it's like a it's like a hood classic, like a cult classic. Like yeah, it's a great one. It's yeah. a great, great, so. great
1: one. Um, and uh, yeah, just all of them. The the uh, the 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 Cleveland scene in general is very very underrated. I'm a big fan of Cleveland. I do. I like the area for sure. I like Northeast Ohio. I think there's a lot of great. I think it's a really good town for food. For drinks, for everything. There's a lot of cool stuff like that.
0: But the music scene
1: is very, very, very good. There is so many good musicians and good artists in the area. Are you
0: you from here originally? Yeah, born and raised. Nice. Yeah, over
1: on the east side. Nice. Yeah, yeah, and you're no exception, man. I've been absorbing yours for the last probably week. Okay. Um, Gourmet Raps has been in a very normal rotation for me. Okay, thank you. It's really good, man. Thank you,
0: man. I mean, that's... Two shifts in the beat inspired, man. Shout out to the so, whole squad. It's
1: so, good. I mean, it, it really is. And I, again, I I think I originally came across you oh, eight, seven or eight months ago. Okay. So I know it took a while for us to actually kind of link up, but no, I think cool. just from the same thing from just the other people. I think you were probably mentioned either during the recording or after the recording from some of the other artists. I'm almost certain Toby mentioned you okay. when he was here. Before we started recording, we were just kind of talking about some of the same people. Some No, new, okay. Yeah. For sure, man. That's what uh, Yeah. But uh, I think the other thing, too, that, that that is very good that I've noticed with all the different artists, you guys are all very... Obviously, it's competitive. You want yeah, to for do sure. well. You want to get on shows. You want uh, people to be seen. But it doesn't seem as, and correct me if I'm wrong, like an undercutting kind of vibe. It seems like everyone is like, there's room
0: for all of us. What are your thoughts? Um... I would say like in this uh, pocket of uh, the music scene, which is kind of like diverse, like even all all the artists that we just mentioned, like me, Mikey, Jewel, Toby, we kind of all are in separate lanes. So it's really, you know what I'm saying, no need to compete as far as like, you know, or or undercut anybody as far as like this pocket of the scene go.
1: Oh, I'm sure there is for sh- somewhere. I mean, yeah. you know, it's, it's like just, more it's so like so on the straight
0: hip hop circuit. Yeah, is that like different? A, everybody getting undercut. Yeah. Oh, really? Okay. For sure. Yeah. Oh, it's like uh, it's really like pay to play, who you know, you know what I'm saying?
1: Uh, yeah. And in oh, music, I mean, can you name a more maybe fighting a more kind of ruthless type of? No, industry yeah, the music is crazy. To really, yeah. 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 it's wild. Yeah. But uh at, at least from. The 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 interviews that I've done with people, they've all been very complimentary and said, you know, you should have on. It's never a yeah. I want to come back. They're always giving me names, and that's I think how your name came up with Toby's. Like you should talk to this person. You should talk to this person. Yeah, like that. I do like seeing that because I've had other. The scene
0: scene is real diverse, man. It's it's a, a strong community. Yeah, I would say like this, but a community, you know, it got different parts. Yeah. Like oh, you yeah, know, yeah, sure. like Lakewood yeah, and yeah, you guys downtown <laughs> and yeah, <So laughs> yeah, we we, in, we in a genre. good part of the community, man. Everybody really uh helping each other out, so it's been real great. Oh, that's good. For sure, and
1: uh, I do like the you talk about yo. Know, you guys have mean like different genres and things like that. Uh, so the show that you have coming up that I, that I mentioned, like the the, the locally grown one on yeah. October seventh at Crowbar. Yeah, I like that. That's a very that's a very big, different mix of no, I think yeah. it's all day long, like noon to I think it, I think the flyer says noon to whenever, so there isn't even a close. I yeah. like that, that's really, really good. Yeah, like, shout out the,
0: uh, to Jordan and Jordan, man. They put it all together. Oh, they the be Jordans. at all type of you know, different scenes. That's kind of how I came across them. I think I might have met them at the crowbar. Oh, really? You know, we might have like seen each other online. I might have been like following them via online, but we really like linked up at the crowbar. I think that may mic. have
1: been how I found them was just on, I was always looking for like cleveland podcasts yeah. that aren't sports i had none against sports but 90 percent of podcasts in cleveland are about the browns about the guardians so i like i like theirs I, I like the way that they do it because theirs is a it's almost like i don't know if if either you remember storytellers on vh1 oh uh, yeah yeah so but it, essentially it would be something similar to what they do where they're telling stories telling the background of the songs and then playing multiple songs that i really, yeah. really
0: liked yeah I'm gonna be going on a podcast next month. I believe you are great. Yeah, I'm like the twentieth or one of one of them days. It's on my calendar. Okay, yeah. yeah. L- looking forward to it, man. For real. oh,
1: I am too. I really like their podcast. I like that they the way that they explore, and really kind of give the artist time to kind of talk about what they do, why they do it, inspiration, what they're thinking about, things like that. I really, really like that. And then you get to hear the song. That's the thing that I love about that is that that the, their ability to kind of suss that out
0: for sure. So you're how
1: long have you been in this?
0: Um I've been doing this for 9 years as far as like taking it serious and yeah. really trying to make a career out of it. I've been doing it uh since 2014.
1: And that's yeah, I've heard a couple different artists music and otherwise kind of say what you just said they're like taking it seriously. Like yeah. you've always been into music, I assume.
0: Yeah, like I was rapping and writing songs when I was like 15, 14. Yeah. But um I used to be real shy for real, like contrary to popular belief, like I used to be a little bit more shy, a little bit more reserved than you know, didn't express my talent until like the the year I started making music. I just like started out the blue. I think Mikey
1: may have said something similar. Like he's a reserved guy.
0: Yeah.
1: But it's just weird, especially for him being like a frontman. Yeah. So, how do you go from being? Because I understand that, like, like you know, the people that have you know, like the the fear of public speaking or anything like that. Yeah. This is that. Times ten, and you're try- and you want this to be your thing, your career, your your, your, your go to. So, how do you overcome being kind of reserved to doing something that is really the exact opposite of being reserved?
0: And, and when I say reserved, I think I meant, I mean like in a musical sense. Like I've always been like outspoken and oh, you're like charismatic, okay. okay, and things like that. But I was like really insecure to put out my music uh, okay. and things like that. So one of the things that did help me, I used to serve tables. Um, And it was this guy, man, I used to bust tables down at the Horseshoe. This is how long ago it was, the the Jack Casino, but it was the Horseshoe. Then I was busting tables down there, and it was this server, man, John W. Uh, He used to come do this birthday song, and he would come to people's table like, I don't know what you've been told, but like someone here is another year old. And he would like, people would love when he did it and stuff. So when I started serving tables at the rock casino, um, I took that song out there. And I would like make a big deal, like I would get all the servers to come out with me. We would clap and like, you know, what so I'm saying, kind of like really put on a performance. So it's like serving tables in general, but just like talking to people and, you know, what I'm saying all type of different people. Apart with like doing that song, I kind of got over like my fear of like just doing something out in public. You know, what I'm saying like, so I feel like that helped. Maybe like a year, a year or two before I started actually rapping. Okay.
1: No, that that's yeah. a good sometimes you, you don't know that the thing that you're doing kind to kind of, you know, to work or whatever it might be, yeah. is actually helping you with the other like all of a sudden you're like, oh I don't feel so bad about this anymore. For I real. don't
0: Iw. That's
1: almost, <laughs> that's a great story. Especially yeah, I do remember when it was the horseshoe. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah, oh, I was man. down there in like, cause my son was born in twenty twelve. So I started working down there in like early twenty thirteen. Yeah.
1: I don't think I've spent a lot of time down there. I don't. Uh, I don't
0: gamble at all. Yeah, no, I'm not a gambler. I'm not.
1: But I do know people that have worked down there, and they said you you can make some good money down there. Yeah, they, the uh, service they, they, they was making games. all
0: the money. They weren't tipping all right. They was making all the money. Yeah,
1: ah. <laughs> <laughs> there's a backstory there. There's a backstory. There. Right, it is.
0: <laughs> if you know, you know. We ain't gotta get into it.
1: <laughs> so. You say when you finally decide you want to start taking it seriously.
0: Yeah. Okay, so what does taking it seriously mean, like, for a younger you? Um. So, you know, I wasn't doing music at all. Like, I never rapped in high school. I never did a talent show. I never expressed to my family and friends that I wanted to, like, you know, be a rapper or, you know, do music. So uh, what gave me the spark to just really get out here, Um. you know, I was working a job. I was working at the Rocksino, serving tables. And um the circle back around was crazy to that song, the birthday song. The head chef hated us doing it. Like he did not want me to do it. Like he just did not like it, but you know, the other managers, the buffet manager was cool with it cuz you know, the um the the patrons, the customers loved it when somebody's birthday come through. It might be eight birthdays in here. Yeah. We would all do it. It was good for me. They would tip good, you know, whatever. So he hated it. So um I ended up like getting into it with him. I got suspended for like 10 days. And then they, uh, yeah, I got suspended for like 10 days for just like something I said um, back and forth. It was like, you know, I heard you don't like your job and, you know, so you don't have to work here. I'm like, I don't like working here. He was like, well, you can go home. You know, he sent me home and then I was suspended for 10 days and then they sent me a certified letter in the mail and, you know, fired me. So this is like 2014. So I'm like, man, damn, you know, like what am I doing with my life in general? Like I'm just working a job, like just trying to get some money, pay some bills, take care of my son, like. But what do I really want to do? Like, where what's my real passion? Like, I wanna do music for real. I wanna rap. You know what I'm saying? I wanna be, this is what I wanna be. So I just jumped out the gate and just started doing it. Like, it really was kind of crazy for real. Like, I recorded my first song in my mom's garage. Uh, my next door neighbor, man. Shout out to Aaron. I call him Unk. He's not my uncle for real, but you know, that's my uncle. So uh he was at the house, he had like some little equipment. And he came over to my mom's garage, set it up. I recorded a song called Deep Vibe. Just like some verses I had, like, you know, uh, put the song on SoundCloud and I played it, you know, played for my friends or whatever. They was fucking with it. Can I cut her? Oh, fuck yeah. Okay, cool. All right, cool, all right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna make sure. So uh, I played it for my friends and shit like that and they was loving it. Uh, one of my close friends, HMF, uh, he had moved back from Atlanta, like this this same summer played it for him um one of my friends I grew up with on the same street Chad, we got together and just started like recording music on my mom's garage, so I started calling it you know calling us l f t g like live from the garage, yeah, and I just started going hard like I recorded a uh, a mixtape, you know like this is really like twenty fourteen so crazy, like an actual c d hand written on with a sleeve, and we oh, just yeah. passing it out like all across the city like trying to book little shows at the agora and going to like little hip hop competitions and open up for people and just really doing it like every day like really doing music every day since like June of 2014 that's kind of the key for some people isn't yeah. it too
1: is the is is the i mean it's it's an old adage of practice makes perfect but you know yeah. if you're there are some people that just are gifted obviously you have a talent for yeah. sure but you're also kind of combining both you're adding the practice versus the talent at the same time for sure like if you're doing something musically every single day you're going you can do something if you're doing something every day you got to the same thing you're going to get better yeah, at for you're sure. going to notice little things little imperfections that maybe you didn't notice on day 1 versus day 100 or day 300 no, and you're going to keep you're just going to keep kind of progressing and you're probably even going to get a little bit more critical of yourself because you've been doing it for so long. You can start even saying things, ah, I, I know better than that. I shouldn't have done that, yeah, or, right. or or this, or I can do this better. You start kind of understanding yourself a little bit better. I mean, the only thing I can liken it to is like a stand-up comic because I've had a lot yeah. of them on there on here too, and they all kind of say the same thing. They're like, yeah, I mean, the reason that you'll sometimes see like a comic at a, you know at a pizza shop doing comedy. Where you shouldn't be doing comedy is because that's a gig. You know, we just got to yeah. do it. We got to practice. We got to be in front of people, and we have for to sure. work on delivery. We have to we have to work on not being good to get good. No, for sure. And uh, that's a that's a really good way to put it. Like I just did something every single day. Yeah, every day. I don't have to day. Record five songs a day. Yeah. And maybe you can jot something down once. Maybe you can you'll know, fine tune something. If you're working at your craft every single day, you're going to get better at it. It's, it's for sure. there's no getting around that.
0: And I think you gotta be obsessed with it a little bit too. Mm-hmm. Like in order to like really be great and excel in something, and I use a lot of uh, like sports analogies. It's like the Kobe Bryant mentality, like the Mamba mentality. Like you gotta really, you gotta really want it bad as fuck, man. Like really work on it. Like you kind of gotta a- be selfish. every day. You kind of really do. Yeah, you kind of you know? have to
1: be selfish. Like and and people hear selfish and you know, th- there's obviously a, a negative vibe that comes yeah, with it it is but i mean kobe's a great example i mean I, I i bet you can find 10 interviews without even trying of him saying yeah i'm selfish yeah i'm i i have to if i'm going to keep doing this i have to be selfish my time is my time and if and people a lot really of people got to
0: come second be honest with themselves everybody's selfish everyone really, is like cuz and not in a negative right like you have to look out for yourself first you know what i'm saying like if you're not together then how are you going to help anybody else do anything like
1: that's a great way to put
0: it like yeah. go back
1: to being a parent
0: if you don't have it together how are you going to help a kid man how it's impossible man whole you know? fa- whole family in jeopardy like you got to make sure your shit is together yes
1: we all know people that you know we all have that friend or we all have that fr- that you know just doesn't have his shit together or her shit together or just kind of is struggling and then you kind of been around their family like oh this was kind of passed down you know like if you don't have it together there's a good chance, not for sure, but there's a good chance that your kid is also going to have pick up some of those same yeah. kind of bad, bad habits, whatever it might be, and you know the vice versa is that if you're you know an attentive parent, there's a good chance, not again, not a hundred percent, but there's a hundred percent, yeah, there's a good chance that you know your child is going to take on some of those as well, and it's I don't think that selfish gets a bad rep. I think you know yeah, I, I you do. do. Because um, I think sometimes, when especially in a creative space, I think you have to, you just kind of have to put some of that forward ahead of other things that maybe you would want to do.
0: Yeah. Just, I
1: just don't think there's to be good at it for sure, and to kind of make a career out of it. I mean, we were talking about how competitive yeah. things can be. It can be cutthroat. You want to get shows. You want to get your music out there. There's there, there's some selfish time that you're gonna have to devote to that. There's yeah. No getting around. And it's
0: it. and it's time. Like even when being selfish, it don't necessarily mean that I'm having the best time. No. Like, it's a lot of nights, man. Like, sometimes we be going to, like, open mics, you know, throughout the week. And, you know, open mic is open mic. It's not a paid show. It's not, you know what I'm saying, making any money. But I like to stay sharp, you know what I'm saying? I like to get a live rehearsal in. And then every time I go to an open mic, whether it be the same one or be a different one, I meet new people. That's new networking, you know what I'm saying? New experiences and inspiration. And I just be, you know, that locked in and dedicated. Like, man, even though I would rather be somewhere else maybe chilling or doing something else, like, I'm going to show up here.
1: That's right. And I'm glad you said networking, because that's, again, like the, people think networking, they think that's a corporate job. It's not. Yeah, no. You know, you go to, like you say, you go to those open mics, and maybe you meet somebody that needs an opener or is looking to potentially book you as an opener Yeah. And how they can actually see you live. Because, obviously, you know, seeing, you know, hearing you on a CD or hearing you stream versus live is two different things. Two
0: different things, yeah.
1: So what about that? Like, it's one thing, obviously, you're recording – a demo an ep a single whatever mm-hmm. it might be but then you know do you have the same reservations the first time that you're actually putting yourself out there live you know either you're a little apprehensive to actually record your own and put your own music yeah. out there, but then doing it live is there a sim was there a similar uh, a similar where you're a, a little bit not necessarily scared but you're kind of hesitant because now you're gonna do it live um, Like for a, the first time?
0: No, a little bit. Definitely for the first time, man. I used to be so nervous, man. Yeah. I used to be nervous like months before a show. Because like, <laughs> it was like I had never did it before. So like leading up to my first show, I'll never forget, man. It was at the Agora, like that November in 2014. And I opened up for this dude, man, Stitches. Uh, man. It was, it was a corny rapper from, like, Florida. It was, like, a white dude. He had, like, an AK hat on over his face. The, yeah. So I opened up for him. So, like, you know, I'm just so... I'm nervous. I'm hyped. Like, we, you know, we get there on time and to check in. And I remember just being, like... Like, we were so turnt and so hyped beforehand. And it was, like, we had to wait hours in the cold of and Nobody really was there. So it was, like, all right. Just kind of waiting around. But once I got on stage... Everything did just it like it just went away. Yeah, like the nervousness went away. Like I don't know something about being on stage live. I love live. Yeah, I probably like live better than the studio for real. Like to I go can perform go perform live as opposed to just like sit in the studio. But it's like ah, it's hard to say because I love the studio too. they like it's like the B side, A side, and B side. Yeah, same record different different feelings
1: oh yeah i can argue both sides yeah. I, I think a lot of artists can argue how much they because you know you got the studio you get to be able to kind of create something new or, or, or work on something but yeah i mean is there a better vibe than a live show yeah. you know especially something when, something people yeah that's different yeah. that hits different yeah that's god you said stitches man i haven't heard that
0: oh my god <laughs> I, like wasn't really sure. man. I wasn't really sure i wasn't sure if we Agour, were thinking of the same the person the same stitches man <laughs> That shit was crazy. So it wasn't a whole bunch of people there, but it was some people there. And we got on stage, man, I tore that shit up. It was like for the first time ever, and I was just like, oh, man. That's I'm, amazing. That's I'm, impressive. I'm hooked. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I, uh, yeah. Sorry, that took me back because I went right back to that, yeah. that one video of his <coughs> that probably has 100 million views, and I'm probably a million of them because mm-hmm. the video is hilarious. I don't think it was supposed to be, yeah, but uh, it's a very, very funny video that I've sent to multiple people saying yeah. you should watch He's it. an it's, interesting
0: uh, dude. Yeah. I haven't heard much from him no. No, I haven't <laughs> heard anything about it. I, I haven't I, heard I, nothing about him.
1: No, he had about I don't know, maybe eight nine months where I was he, hearing his name a lot. And now I haven't heard anything.
0: No, I like the SoundCloud era. Yeah, yeah, dudes, yeah. Get yeah. on you know, SoundCloud, shit.
1: Yeah, that was a. Uh, well, you said you uploaded yours. I mean, I I put mine through SoundCloud too. Yeah, twenty fourteen. That, that's kind of the that's kind of the good thing about nowadays, and this is for artists for comics. I, I my last uh, podcast was with an author. She's like, you don't need like a, a like a publisher anymore. You can publish your book through oh, Amazon yeah. now. Yeah,
0: for sure. Like
1: it's a pretty wild and cool time for people that want to be able to get their, you know, to get their their their, their stuff out there. Because I mean. You got the talent, you got the hustle, and then there's just an enormous amount of luck if you're somebody like in the 90s trying to get your music out there. yeah, Like that just wasn't an option in the early 2000s. And every single year it's progressed more where it's getting easier and easier for you to kind of publicly get your music or whatever it
0: might be out there so people can actually hear it. But how do you feel though, with with all the technology, you know what I'm saying, it makes it easier, I feel like, or do you feel like, the market is oversaturated it's, now. It's both. It's 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 just like I mean
1: anything like this is it's it's that you can again argue both. Yeah, it's way easier and so much is successful. I have found things I never would have found before, music wise, yeah, definitely, or comedy wise, or or television show wise, or movie wise, or book wise. But yeah, it is unbelievably saturated. It's because everyone can access it. Yeah, take what I do, like like podcasting. Podcasting is not hard. It's just not. And you don't need much to even start a podcast. Yeah. You need a chair, a mic, and Wi-Fi. You're kind of almost at a podcast right there.
0: Yeah, right there. There's just
1: not much to it. Yeah. And there's a lot of people doing it. I mean, I don't know. A couple hundred probably start a
0: day. Man, I feel the same about rap, though. Oh, yeah. No, no, it is. Everybody popping up. But not just rap, just music in general, man. Bands popping up. Everybody just popping up, so... Well yeah. when
1: when there's examples of people just kind of putting their stuff like stick with the SoundCloud example. Yeah. Of people kind of getting found because their music was on SoundCloud and then everyone Googled it and was like, "Oh, shit, this actually isn't really hard at all." Yeah. It's very easy. If I have my 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 music or whatever in an MP3, boom, I can upload this in 10 seconds and then it's available and then I got to obviously promote, but it's now available for anyone in the world that goes to this website to get. That's a very different thing that we just didn't used to be available to everybody yeah. 10, 15 years ago. But yeah, you're absolutely right.
0: It's it's, it's, it's incredibly so over- saturated. It's so oversaturated, man. Yeah.
1: And then, you know, w- w- with oversaturated doesn't come, you know, a lot of good artists. It's just a lot of people that have the ability to upload a song. Yeah. A lot of it's not very good. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so now I can... you gotta
0: you gotta cut through all the noise. Yeah, oh yeah. That's the that's the fun part though. I find I find pleasure in it. There's so many people that rap and do music, so it's just like you got to find something to just stand out amongst the crowd. You know what I'm saying? In the sea of everything that's going on, so that's what uh, that's what I like.
1: Well, so how do you, you like? In, uh, not in general, like how do you personally do that? Because yeah. you're right that that isn't that's an obstacle for anybody.
0: Yeah. So how do you do that? How do you approach it? I don't know. By just being authentic and being genuine, because I feel like it's only one you. Like A lot of artists or different people already try to fit the mold of something that's already going on, Like that's especially fair. musically. Like, all right, right, I'm a, well, I'm going to sound like this, but we don't need you to sound like that because we already got that person. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you be original and kind of just polish that up and package it better, I feel like that'll shine better. So I feel like that's what's been working for me.
1: Yeah. Do you think there's a lot of inauthenticity in music? Hell yeah. yeah. What,
0: music, hip-hop, or both? Both. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's be uh like not genuine people like it's already in genuine people you can have a conversation with somebody and be like it's not a genuine person or like you, oh, yeah. you you could be at work and somebody tell you a story and be like man that's bullshit that, that didn't happen like you know it didn't happen <laughs> so the same thing is happening with music and entertainment and on one side I can get because it's entertaining I don't want to hear something that's boring I don't want to watch a boring movie you know what I'm saying? A boring documentary. I wanna I wanna watch something interesting. I want to watch something exciting. So when you mix that into, you know, the whole pot, it's like, yeah, it's a lot of ingenuine stuff. I it's funny to even bring that up. I just recently started
1: watch, started and already stopped watching uh I don't know if you've <laughs> ever heard this or seen the show. It's on Netflix now, but I think it was an HBO show. But it was called Ballers with the Rock.
0: It, yeah, it's horrible.
1: I think I watched like one episode, so and bad. then that
0: was it too. Yeah, it's
1: so so bad. But so <laughs> the, the the entire show is like a TikTok video. Like it's oh, just wow. it, it's just it's it's just celebrity cameos. Like there is no substance. to This yeah, at like all. what's the fucking plot? Zero. Like what's happening? Zero. It is so dumb. Yeah, it's every it's also every cliche or stereotype about a football player, a woman. And women around football play. its all, it's every anyway. stereotype about that. Everyone on the show is like that. Okay. Now, wow. obviously, I know that there are professional athletes that maybe aren't great people. I know that there are women that maybe hang around professional athletes, but that's this entire show. Yeah, that's there what is about. no there is no woman that's just working and hanging out with her family. <laughs> just. Yeah, that woman doesn't exist on the show. Yeah, and And then there's also no that there's like there's no like really good you know guy who just goes home to his family. They're all on drugs. They're all on pain. I'm just like God.
0: But then it's also no no realistic side at all. Like no, it's every
1: it's just extreme, extreme, extreme. That's it. And uh, to be fair. I'm sure I kind of knew this wasn't going to be great going into it. Yeah. But I also watched like three really good shows and then I went to this. Yeah. So there was no way this was going to be like meet my But I got like maybe halfway through the second season, I was like I got to turn this off. And it was kind of something I just had on in the background. Yeah. But it was a very inauthentic. <laughs> That's the best way to put this show. It's inauthentic. It's just yeah. it's flash and zero substance.
0: It's a lot of in- inauthentic music and stuff. Going on. Even on a local scene. Oh, I'm sure. So it's definitely happening in Main Street. Hey, Nash- it, it be inauthentic national
1: music has to start at the local level at some point. Yeah. So, I mean, I see, like, I mean, the I, I can't even... It's hard for me sometimes to even think of some of the the the, the, the music or musicians that would fall in that category. Because a lot of them sometimes, I don't even think it's real. I think it's a joke. Because yeah. I also come across, I'm like, I don't even know if that's, are you actually trying yeah, to convince? Like, or is this like, serious. are you trolling me even with this music? Right, for like, real. I don't know.
0: And this is the troll era. Everybody is a fucking troll. So, yeah, it's hard to tell sometimes. Yeah. In the, like, yeah. I mean... You're, I, I, I at the time I
1: didn't think so, but now I do. Like that you mentioned, like stitches for sure. Yeah. like was that? I don't even know if that's real.
0: No, that he yeah. he, he was trolling. Like yeah. you could tell that he was doing all of that for like clout and fame. Yeah, or those and two
1: goofy twins, the Island Boys. The Island Boys, yeah, terrible. I'm like that's horrible.
0: Yeah. <laughs> you know TikTok music. It should be good for that's the moment. Exactly what it is. It's yeah. funny. We double tap and we scroll along. We're not yeah. thinking about that shit. You're not playing that song. It don't resonate. Mm-hmm. It's just something that's, like that we yeah. see on the feed and the scroll. Like yeah. we may talk about it in conversation. Like you see this bullshit, and then we laugh about it. Then it's over.
1: And then, but that's us. You know, that's yeah. not you and I, but just kind of everybody. Yeah, for real. But everyone talked about
0: it. Man. I mean,
1: those guys. I, I don't know where they are now or what they're doing. Probably nothing. But I could not find. I couldn't not see those guys on my phone for what seemed like seven or eight months. Yeah. They popped up all the time. Celebrities are talking about them. They're playing their music for other musicians, and mm-hmm. musicians are reacting to it. And I'm like, this can't be real. Yeah. And why did this catch on so much? Because it, it is did. goofy. It man. is goofy. That's yeah. funny.
0: Like, we was, uh I was in a car with my uh, with my uh brother, HMF, earlier. Like, just freestyling, you know, just, you know, like a lyrical exercise. I just, I just put on beats and just let them go. But it'd be like, the, the dumb shit, like, I could freestyle about is, like, what would be more entertaining. Like, it would catch more people. Like, if I was just talking about, like, meaningless shit on the track as opposed to, like, you know, putting some substance in it. Like, people eat that type of stuff up, though. Like, it's it's just something about it. Like, it is it is fun to do, too. Like, you know, just get on a song and just say the most outlandish shit that I could say, you know, to kind of get a reaction. And if I was to put it online, you know, the shit would probably go viral because that's, that's what people would like to see. It's crazy.
1: That's kind of all I thought about with uh, Logan and Jake Paul. I don't know if you follow any of them at all, but like with the fighting, the WWE stuff, the, the I mean, I, everything. Like, I was I...
0: at Logan Paul's house. Were you really? I had to sign a non-disclosure to be there. Really? So it's like I was there, but I wasn't there. Oh, I recorded a whole uh, like album in like a day at his studio. What? Yeah. When was this? This was in, uh, like right before the pandemic, like uh, really? <laughs> early uh, twenty twenty, like February. And I went out to, um, I went out to Cali. I had an eight day uh, trip out in Cali. I was supposed to meet with this guy out in uh, San Francisco, and he wanted to like invest in me uh, making an album. He was like good friends with a, uh, a friend of mine. You know, a friend of a friend type shit. So we flew out there, and uh, you know, was out in San Francisco recording in the studio in Oakland. And long story short, man, like this man, uh, like kept the music that I recorded, like he never gave it to me, like, like he never sent it to me so I could hear it. Like once, once we did the stu- the studio for like two days, he was like, "Yo, I'm gonna need X amount of dollars for this and for that." And oh, uh, he was he was like really talking crazy for real. So um, I was cool with this guy uh named Macklin Macklin Bilski at the time. That was doing like a lot of my production and like videography, photography. He was like best friends with Logan. So they was down in uh, Encino, Los Angeles. So I had this whole little situation going on in the Bay. I caught the, uh, a mega bus. Eight hours. Because San Francisco, L.A. is far for oh, real. Yeah. Like, I, you know, it's my first time in Cali. I don't fucking yeah. know. So no, yeah, it's far. Yeah. I get on the mega bus, pull up on Mac, and he had, uh, you know, Logan Paul's house out of Encino. California when I got there it was like smashing the TV off top of the you know shooting some type of content some crazy shit and then um well yeah I mean the the, their 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 core they were YouTubers that's how they were yeah like Maverick whatever that type of whatever they entity is called yeah yeah real serious like we had to sign an NDA but I was in that bitch though it was cool (laughs) like I saw the little podcast like his his little setup for the impulsive Impulsive. yeah yeah like I was really there. podcast he's
1: he's very good yeah, he's a uh, th- which is kind of what that's why those two are just so wild because I don't there are so many things that I don't understand because I don't know if any of it's real or not. Yeah. his podcast is really good. He's actually he's he's very good at interviewing. He's very he's always prepared, and if he's not prepared, he certainly plays off like he is. Like yeah. He carries the conversation really well. He has good guests. He has fun content, and then you know he's he's also. You see him in like some of that WWE stuff. He's a very good athlete, and his brother, the same thing, like he's trolling all the time. But for a you know still getting started off boxer, he's got good skill. That's what's that's what's kind of wild. And he's they able figured to, out just
0: like how to streamline stuff, man, and get it going. Like cut through a lot of stuff, and they know how to like keep eyes said, on him. Yeah,
1: they they are. A, maybe the Kardashians are ahead of them in terms of, but I like they like they up
0: there in that type of year. They
1: know how to keep eyes on them. Yeah, they do. Um, they're better at it, I think, because they're more entertaining. Um, I don't know if you have ever sat through a Kardashian episode. I don't get it. Nothing uh, yeah, happens right. in the, those shows. Nothing happens. in Right, those they shows. might go
0: shopping or like me. They always
1: like in the kitchen. Yeah, they get an, an argument while they're eating a salad. Like it's like yeah. that's There's <laughs> nothing happens hey, on that show. A argument, a salad. They're yeah, like, did so... you say this? Where's my phone? Oh my god!
0: Right, for like, real. That's
1: an episode, and they have I think something like I looked the other day. One of them or all of them have like three hundred plus million people following them. I don't get it.
0: That's crazy. <laughs>
1: but hey. But those two, the Paul brothers, are they're doing the same thing, but they're actually doing things. Like he's stepping in there with actual maybe not boxers, but he's stepping in there with fighters. Anderson yeah. Silva's a legit fighter. Tyron Woodley's a legit fighter. Like he's stepping in there with them. So he's got some skill. It is just kind of wild to watch because I yeah. I still don't know if this is all just like if in like a year they're all gonna be like, Gotcha, we've been fucking with everyone for
0: five years. Oh, I don't yeah. know. No, I, I can see that happening too, Yeah. yeah. They got that perfect blend of like, hey, is it real? Is it trolling? Yeah. yeah it's it entertaining? Right when Keep they... you watching.
1: Right, and I think because they participate in like combat stuff, I think that's what then adds the realness to it. Because right when you think this is all bullshit, then they actually do fight somebody. <laughs> yeah. You know, like, like Logan Paul was in a ring with Floyd Mayweather at an exhibition match, but...
0: More than I ever did. Yeah, he would. I
1: mean, he was actually doing he that. Really it's, was. It's, it's, it He really would. It's was wild Floyd to see. Made it. With it though, yeah. I yeah.
0: forgot about that fight. Yeah. Well. Yeah, that really did happen.
1: Yeah. It's just it's weird. That's like every crazy. time you think that it's all fake, then they do that and they slow mode some of those. Floyd was hitting him. <laughs> like he was rapping him in the mouth. Like the yeah. best boxer of all time was hitting him. So I mean, that's, hey. that's pretty tough to fake. Yeah. Yeah. Well, sure. Shout out to them, man. Yeah. No kidding. Well, you're already coming out the gate, just like you've already been on stage with Stitches, you've been to Logan's house.
0: Yeah, Uh, man, I'm telling you, my fucking, (laughs) I'm like, my story is like the illest story like ever, like never known. It's like, I'm like the most known unknown, like I've been, I've been in places, even shit like that was inspiring to me, like, like I'm at fucking across the street from Juice World's house, like, you know what I'm saying? Like I'm in fucking, I'm from East Cleveland, like. Come in fucking Encino, California at Logan Paul's house. Like, like, how the fuck did I end up out here? You know what I mean? Like, even shit like this, like, it'd just be like, damn, I was on the Guiltless Podcast. Like, I'd be everywhere, man. Like, I'd be wild. so tapped yeah. in, man. I I really be everywhere. Like, like we got this thing, uh, me and my manager, when we do like promo for uh like before a show. Like we've been getting like real good with it too. Like Literally, right before I'm about to go on stage, I have her film me, and I, you know, I, I do a cup, I do a little spiel. I'd be like, it's "Your boy Malik X, man, reporting live for Channel 19 Action News, honest, fair, everywhere." And right now, we're reporting live from the Guiltless Podcast, on set with my man Joe, just out here killing shit, man. You'll see it when it upload, man. So, she really just filmed that. So we've been doing stuff like that. So it just be like, would it be for real? I'd be everywhere, man. it just be crazy. I love that. I do. I do. It's a, Man.
1: it's also like, it's a self promotion, but it's, it's. I don't know. A lot of times, sometimes when I see self promotion, I'm like, ah, you lost yeah. me. But like, even just that, I mean, it's not you're making anything up. This is exactly yeah, let yeah, keep it genuine. Like, yeah, yeah, I'm about to go on stage. I'm about to do this. I'm about to do Man. that. I do like that a lot. Yeah. I really, really do.
0: Cause I like the, um, that's why I like Instagram, like, as far, as far as like all the social media platforms, like, that's my favorite. Same. I love IG. And, like, when I first started doing music, it's like, oh, man, I wasn't really, like, on social media really before music. So I kind of transitioned into it kind of funny, like, okay, like, how do you promote yourself and how, you know, what should I post and things like that? So when I started posting in my story, that's when I started, like, getting more traction. Like, people was buying more into, like, the day-to-day and you know what I'm saying, like what I do outside of like just posting my music or just posting videos or things like that. So I like to capture like with my content, what I'm actually doing and, you know, putting it on my Instagram. Like if you scroll my Instagram, it's like it's a constant feed of like what's going on currently. Like I don't, I hate when uh, certain artists be having this like, I really hate this, man. They have like one picture. Like it'd be an artist you like never heard of, they got like one post, like three posts, like where's the content at, like where's the story, And I, f- yeah. you know what I'm saying? No, I, like, I do know what you mean, yeah. And I feel like that's what's been, uh, what people are like been buying into and what's been helping me grow as an artist, like people buying into my story, you know what I'm saying? And it's a real story, like I'm just a real person from Cleveland, man. I feel like I'm so relatable. You know, I'll be everywhere from Lakewood to the east side to wherever, Virginia, Detroit, just anywhere. You know what I'm saying? Like,
1: Well, I mean, you think about like all the places that you, you kind of just said it right there, all the things you've already done, all the places you've been, you're still hustling, grinding. Yeah, every you know, th- there's day. There's nothing that's beneath you. There's nothing that's that you're just like, I'm just putting myself out yeah, there Yeah, the just putting you in work for yeah. real.
0: Good for you, man. Thank you, man. That's nah, sure. cool to hear
1: that stuff. It really, really is. And I think that's, again, I think what sets you know, certain artists apart from other ones. I agree with you. I Instagram is my favorite by far. I part. love IG, man. I I I have Facebook and I have Twitter. I hate Facebook, man. I hate Facebook, I have Facebook. it for the pod. That's it. Yeah. I just post, you know, like when I have like a live show or when I'm doing like an episode, I'll post on there. But Instagram is the one that I spend the most time on in terms of putting more stories out and things yeah. like that because I just, I do, I like the stories. I like the videos. I like the reels. I like... There's just so much stuff on
0: there. Yeah, everything is right there. Yeah. and I I never get on Twitter, man. I can't get nothing going on Twitter, man. Once a
1: week. When I post, when I have an episode, I post on, that's it. If you go to my Twitter feed, it's just picture after picture after picture after picture of just
0: the guests once a week. I'm like, I just, I just hate it. (laughs) I can't, I can't navigate it. Like, I can't get any traction on Twitter. It's like, I'm not tweeting at the right time or I'm not saying the right shit. Me neither. And then when I go to Facebook, it's like. If I post family stuff, like me and my son, Facebook love that. Me and my son. It does, right? The F is for family Facebook. If you get on Facebook and promote your family and like, I don't know, like more family-oriented content, Facebook eat it up. And it'd be the it'll be the same people. Like, it's, you know what I'm saying? It like, it's so
1: weird. Yeah. That is true. Like, i I've, I've joked around with my wife about this. Like, if I post a photo of myself doing something for some reason i get more than if i post like a guest or i don't know why yeah and me doing nothing yeah i'll take a picture like i'm at mitchell's getting ice cream it gets like 50 likes and 10, 10 20 comments up, but then yeah. like i'll post this episode of like this of a uh, i mean i've had some people on here that had really amazing stories and i'm yeah. like it gets nowhere on twitter or facebook yeah. i don't get it
0: facebook don't want to see that facebook want to see you doing regular stuff man they want to see you barbecuing they want to see you with the wife and kids we don't care about your podcast. No, they don't But at all. <laughs> the same people that are your friends that see the same thing on your feed when they see the IG podcast, hey, we like that. Yeah. We like it. it? Yeah. We like it. I get so like many it over here. comments.
1: And that, that's why like, when I reach yeah. out to you, I reach out to you through Instagram. That's how I reach out to everybody. Yeah. I honestly don't think I know how to reach out to someone on Twitter, to be perfectly honest. No,
0: yeah, I don't either.
1: I think if I direct message somebody, I'm posting that out there for everyone. And I um, heard
0: they uh, changed like the logo. It's like a... It's an A X. Black X no. Yeah. I like that though. Well, yeah, know. for you it works. Yeah, <laughs> I like that. Yeah. I, I wish like I need to get something going with Twitter, man. Let's let's get something going. Who go yeah. on? It? Elon Musk or somebody? Yeah,
1: you may want to give you may want to give Twitter another another shot. might I was might it might, it might, it might be that. time though. Yeah,
0: yeah. I think they they signaling for me. I yeah. think yeah.
1: They're like, "You know what? We're doing well, but Malik is not very active on
0: Twitter. We got to bring him in." Yeah, they put the, they put the X symbol up. All right. Yeah. Twitter I uh, I message her, man. I got you. Yeah.
1: I thought I downloaded something on accident when I went to that app because I was like, "Where's my Twitter? I got to post yeah. this episode." I'm like, what the
0: fuck is this? Right. And they're like,
1: "No, that's that's Twitter now." I'm like, "All right, I missed it, and still don't care."
0: Yeah, <laughs> I, I live over in the IG community, man. That's where I'm at, man. Catching me over in IG. Uh, agreed. Same for sure.
1: I have people message me some. I had uh, <laughs> I had one message on Twitter. Uh, from Doug Tratner, the uh, the the guy who gives like reviews, really, oh, really really good guy, author, really really good guy, but he, I'm so glad I found it because that's how I was able to get him on the podcast. But he basically just reached out to me and he's like, hey man, there's like a there's a there's a a, a typo in your bio, and I'm like, Christ, I hate Twitter. Uh, yeah. Then I was like, thank you, I'll catch it, and then I ended up getting him on because I can't spell or read, so it kind of worked out. But no, I am not a fan of Twitter at all. Yeah, no, I just don't. It's also just Brutal, man. Even just in my feed, where I don't even follow that many people, yeah, people get in arguments about anything. Yeah, Twitter don't play, man. It is not a a joke. Twitter, yeah, for real. It's like seventy percent hate. It's just, and I mean, like pointless hate. It it goes nowhere. Yeah. (laughs) So not into that. Yeah, no, me neither. Um, when you're going back to like like it's kind of curving back to like the music. So, Mm -hmm. what are some of the ones like? What would you describe your style as? Hmm. That's an interesting question. Um and the only reason I ask, and this is mm. my interpretation, like when I was listening to, you know, uh like a song like Bimmer, uh uh
0: uh Oh the Bimmer flow? Yes, yeah, yeah.
1: That sounded different than um than gourmet raps. Yeah, for gourmet sure. raps sounded almost more playful, yeah. Um compared to that, compared to the earlier stuff or, or some yeah, of the definitely, other that yeah. they you put out. So Obviously nothing wrong with progression or kind of anything like that, but that's kind of why I asked style-wise, like how would you describe yourself? So
0: my style is really, I don't have no style for real. Like it's all over the place. And that's, that's, that's crazy that you said, uh, like that you described grooming raps as like more playful. Yes. Because, you know, it's um it's Two Chefs in a Beat inspired. Are you familiar with Two Chefs in a Beat?
1: A little bit, yeah. I, I know some of it, yeah.
0: Okay, so, you know, Two Chefs in a Beat is a uh, like a musical pop, uh, food pop-up. We go to a new venue, new menu, new artist performing every month. So um, I'm like the official host of Two Chefs in a Beat, man. Shout out to Lo, shout out to Chris, shout out to Cool. Um, so that project is kind of like the soundtrack to Two Chefs in a Beat. You know what I'm saying? So it's like I'm playing with like certain things, with like the food and the production. And I got everybody on the team from like... Chef Lowe's to Chris to Cool to Will. It does all the Chef jackets, giving a little um, you know, uh inserts in there, they little drops or whatever. So it is kind of following like a like a lighter format as yeah. opposed to like like I don't really classify gourmet raps as a real like Malik X project. You know what I'm saying? Like that's kinda like like a side project. Okay. That I did. That's interesting. You know okay. what I'm saying? So, um, that's why I say, like, when I don't really have a style, you know, because, like, the, a song like Two Chefs and a Beat, the theme song, that was just something I specifically wrote, you know, for Two Chefs and a Beat. I'm just explaining to you what it is. Yeah. You know, but, like, the top-level spitters paired with these gourmet dishes, guaranteed the leave taste, buds tripping. You know, it's just, like, I'm just ex- bringing you into a Two Chefs in a Beat experience and kind of just, like, hosting it like I do when we do, you know, the live event somewhere. Sure, But I wouldn't classify that as, like, Go play gourmet raps to like really get to know Malik X. Like I wouldn't, I wouldn't classify that. And it's a great project. I love the project. Like oh yeah, it came together as a whole. Like I did it in like two weeks. Really? <laughs> yeah. Like we did a um, a two Chats and a beat, uh, street food edition at the crowbar, and um, just the vibes that night, man. With like DJ Soundwave. shout out to sign wave, um, DJing um, the crowbar itself. Like I love just the aesthetic down there. The vibe I've, and I've shit. never been there, but I'm excited yeah. to go. I've it's, heard a it, lot. It's dope. Yeah. It's dope.
1: I've heard a lot about it, but yeah, um, I've never actually Jared. been
0: there, so I'm excited to go there for the show on the seventh. Yeah, it's a cool little spot. So yeah, I was just inspired from the two chefs in the, the in the beat event. I like just became the host, the official host. So I'm like, man, this is my ode to like two chefs in the beat. But it's so, interesting to hear that.
1: But not, I mean, it's. It, but then I guess the more you explain it. It kind of explains the, I think that the differences that I like, hear. like, like the
0: structure. Yes, you know what I'm saying. So something that's like, the stuff that would really like define me uh, as an artist, like my, a lot of my work is really gone. So um, in 2020, I had like a real bad breakup with my uh, with the girl I was with at the time. So um, long story short, she had uh, stole my car. She had my car stolen. I had a uh I had, I had a Chrysler. I a wish this wasn't
1: a long story short. I want to hear the whole story. Yeah, we might as well get to the whole story. So, you know, without
0: with certain detail we probably gonna have to leave out. Sure. But, um,
1: Tell what you want. What you so want.
0: um <clears throat> twenty uh twenty twenty, had a bad breakup. Uh the girl I was with at the time, she uh, had my car stolen. I had a uh twenty fifteen Chrysler two hundred S. Um, so you know, I wake up one day you go outside looking for your car, man, like, where's my car, man, like, <laughs> what car is going, <laughs> so, I had a phone in there, which pretty much was, like, a duplicate to my phone, and of course, you know, that was my girlfriend at the time, she had my code and everything, so, um, she started, like, hacking my Instagram at first, like, I would post it in my story, and it'd be, it, like, it'd be deleted, and I'm like, man, what's going on, like, maybe they flagging me, man, I don't know what's going on, like, so it was so much weird stuff happening on my IG. I'm like, I'm gonna just get off Instagram for a minute. Like, let's just take a break, sign out. So I never forget, man. It was that night that uh, Tyson and uh, Roy Jones was fighting, mm, yeah, or whatever. So I'm at a little watch party for it, and I'm like, man, something like, like check your YouTube, man. Something was like, just check my YouTube, and I get on YouTube, and every single video that i posted since 2014 is gone. Really. Footage from my, that first one I was telling you about with Stitches the Agor is gone. My first mixtape gone. The second mixtape gone. I started uh this thing called the Fourth Quarter Takeover in 2018 where I was releasing a song every week, if I could get it two songs a week out. All of this work leading up is fucking gone. Deleted. I can't get my analytics back. I can't get my comments back. I can't get these moments back when I first uploaded this music. And I've been so big on, like, you know, this is my story. Like, I'm telling people my story and letting everybody see my progression from my first songs. So, a lot of my work is really deleted. Like, it's really fucking gone. And um, some of the stuff, like, I tried to salvage and re release, like the Monday Project that's uh, streaming um, some videos online was really kinda like I kinda just posted those maybe like two years ago. So in like twenty twenty one. Cause really once that shit happened, I really was like, man, I just wanted to quit. Like that was like one of the first times in, in music. I was like, man, I'm I'm I wanna just quit. Like That's a gut punch, man. Yeah. That's that a was real like, <laughs> punch, yeah. <laughs> like fuck everything that was stolen or like my car and material shit. Like the music getting deleted, man. I was like, I really felt defeated for a while. Like
1: well, I mean that you think about like your car, clothes, like, stuff yeah. that can be sucks, get that shit back. but stuff yeah. that can be replaced, you know. Yeah. But yeah, that's a uh, that's more livelihood, you know. That yeah. that's uh, that's hard to hard to replicate.
0: So, but in a sense, like I'm always a the glass is half full, man. It's not half empty. I always see like the the gift coming with the curse. So with her like deleting everything, it was almost like I would start like fresh, like brand new again. Like, I almost felt like a brand new artist and shit. Like, it's no previous work for people to judge on Let you scroll, you know what I'm saying, on my Instagram or you go to, like, SoundCloud or, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. you actually know it was like I'm starting over. So I just had, like, a, you know, a resurgent energy. So I got hella music that I'm sitting on, like, new music, way better music, like, better quality shit that's coming, like, real soon, like, real soon. I just released a, um a batch of it um called the Never Ending Session 2. So um that's like uh it's 10 songs um but I released it on Bandcamp ex- exclusively and it just runs like it's not a you can click a certain track it's just 31 minutes of continuous Oh music. really? Yeah. Nice. So I did I did one before called, you know, the Never Ending Session the first one. And um it was just like freestyles like, th- little throwaway verses and stuff I work on in the studio all the time. Like, I might go to the studio, record a song, be like, all right, I'm not putting that out then. Uh But I like it. I'll just put it to the side. So I did the first batch. Um, what was that? That was the first thing I uploaded again after everything got deleted. So that was, like, 2021. So I just followed up with the Never Ending Session 2. And it's 31 minutes. It's just fire hip-hop. Like, just going in. Like, track to track. But it's also an ode to... The 50 Years of Hip Hop. So, I'm rapping on like a lot of classic hip hop production. Like, it's some production learning from like Q Tip, Tribe Called Quest. I'm rapping over the Steel Dre beat, Um, So Functified by the Brat.
1: Oh my God, I haven't heard that song in so long. Yeah, I'm I'm
0: like really, like, the tagline for the project is really like digging in the crates, paying homage to the greats. So, yeah, definitely go check that out if you haven't checked it out. I'm gonna so check I'm that out. out. I'm
1: gonna check out the brat later. I lo- Yeah, for sure. Man, as soon as you said that, I immediately went to the music video. Yeah. I remember the music video. Fire. I loved that music video.
0: I wanna duplicate like, and I something like that. I love the chorus. The chorus of Functified is so, functified. It's so good. <laughs> so I'm telling you. So my version, you know, it's my rendition. of like, you know, my remix. So it's so Functified. So my version is called So Fucking High. So the hook, I got. Cece is actually singing it, man. My, my manager is actually singing on the. Hook. Are you really? It's actually her. So let me tell you the story how this happened, though. So now Cece does does not do music. Like she's not a rapper. She's not a singer. She stay behind the scenes. She probably don't want me bringing her up in this. By the reaction right now. I just saw,
1: she does not. Yeah. yeah. So,
0: but you know, <laughs> she know me. Uh, she knew if this came up, I gotta keep it. I gotta keep it real. So, I'm in the studio. She doesn't come to the studio often. You know. She, you know, she don't be there all the time. So, I'm recording this song. I got the verses ready and we were trying to get the hook. So I kinda wanted to go like I wanted to go so, so, so fucking high. And I get so. So I tried to have my uh my dude Jannari sing it, and it was just like, nah, his voice just wasn't like, it wasn't what we needed. Yeah. Randomly, Cece gets up. She said, I got it. Randomly. She's never, I ain't never seen her sing. I ain't never seen her do nothing like this. She's sitting on the couch. She's sitting off. She get up in the booth and just lay this cold ass hook. Just fire. Just, like, that's still probably one of the most amazing things that that amazed me at the studio. Like, I didn't see this happening. So she laid it. And then we actually had Janari, like, on, like, the lower end. You know what I'm saying? Kind of bring some of that bass into it with with his voice. But her over the top. Fire man. So fucking high. It's on uh the never ended session too, man. Go check it out. Fire. How
1: could you not want someone to tell that story? That is such Fire. a good story. Fire. Just drops and it's like, oh
0: God, I'll do it. And, and it the in the and whole project, <laughs> that's why I call it the never ended session. It's like you being there in the studio with me. Like I like I, I even keep in certain things. Like I be smoking weed often while I'm recording. <laughs> so I'm like coughing. Like, it's a couple coughs in there. Like, it's some lighter flicks in there. Like, I really be having fun in the booth. I'm kind of, like, talking to myself in there. Like, oh, man, put the blunt out, man. Let's let's get going. Like, it's really, like, it's like being in the studio with me. And I love having, like, different experiences. Like, a phone call between me and my brother. He might call while I'm in the middle of recording a song and... I just let it run, like you know, get some of the conversation, and yeah, it's 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 dope, man. It's one of authentic my, uh,
1: what we've been talking about. Authentic, yeah. So if you it. wanted
0: to like hear something to kind of like get to know me as an artist, I would say listen to the Never Ending Session right now. That's a good, that's a good depiction of all of my diverse, different styles and things I like to play with.
1: I like that, I and I like the the, the diversity of styles too, because you, you yeah. made a couple there that were were, were different. I mean, for. For for me, you know, Tribe Call Quest, like that was that's that's, oh, yeah. that's my that's my top right Hell, there. Oh, yeah. Damn, I rest in peace
0: to fife, man.
1: Yes. Did you ever watch the documentary? Um the The one that Michael Rappaport did, uh Beats Rhymes in Life. Yeah, I did. It's I a, actually just watched it recently. Yeah, it's a um it's a reminder it's a really good reminder about them, but then also how kind of just I mean they were chaotic. You know, yeah. it's it's a it's they were a really, really chaotic band. Even some of the when they would you know interview other acts, they were like, ah. I think they were interviewing De La Soul. Like, you think this is the last song? And One was like, I hope, because like it's just so hard to
0: watch. You know, yeah. they
1: just you just didn't realize how much they they really butted heads a lot. Fight he Tip, specifically. yeah, you did.
0: I right, you couldn't tell like from you from the outside looking in. No. Of course, his fans, but
1: yeah, I mean, those two are just so chill. Like they were just yeah. never even Tip when he raps, he's chill. Like he's mm-hmm. got the he's got the most distinctive. You know, one of the most distinctive voices in music when it comes on, you know who that is. Um, so we we think we talk about something like like this project. Mm-hmm. You're 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 bringing in multiple influences. So yeah, who are your? I mean, I'm sure you've been asked a bunch of times. but like, yeah. who are your like top five or, or six or seven? I, it's so I know it's hard to limit sometimes. Yeah, it's it's,
0: it's hard to limit, um, but because it, it do rotate. Yeah. But like I said, like, I got a base probably top five of just like. Top influences. Yeah. And I don't want to put them in no particular order. Nah. But, man, first and foremost, I got to say Nas. Like, Nas probably influenced me to start rapping. Like, um, I heard The World Is Yours. used to come on, like, Music Choice, that little channel that would play, like, all the music. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah On yeah, cable yeah. or whatever. Yeah, I remember that. So I'm doing homework, you know, listening to music. And Nas, The World Is Yours came on. Because I think that came out like, 94 or so. Of course, I wasn't privy to it then, but when it came on, it was just like, and I've been listening to rap. I grew up listening to rap. Like my mom, you know, this is a genre that I grew up on. But it was just something about that song that just made me like really, like I can say I like fell in love with like rap right then and there. Like man, to start ex- experimenting with it. Like I played Illmatic every day in ninth grade. Like I could probably Illmatic's rap different. Illmatic yeah. from top to bottom still now. Like like I wrote it myself. So gotta gotta shout out to Nas. Um, Tupac for sure My mom played a lot of Pac Um, Just always Pac was just so I don't know man, Pac was everything man Pac is just like that quintessential Rapper, like he just had a great career He had great music, great energy, great message Like just everything about Pac I feel like he's still influential to this day like people are still yeah. biting.
1: His personality was a showstopper. Yeah. Like he wasn't just, just a him showstopper at a show. Like he walks into
0: a room. Yeah. Things kinda change. Yeah. He's just different. Yeah, Parker was that guy, man. I gotta uh throw Jay Z in there. I feel like Jay Z one of the greatest, man. He just he just put some great music down, man. Like a rapper's rapper. You know what I'm saying? As somebody that really rap, I respect Jay Z and everything he did, even outside of like the music with the business and with the clothing and everything he did uh Influential in the culture, man Jay. And then uh, J. Cole A uh, big J. Cole influence I feel like J. Cole made it Well, for me Made it like okay to just like be yourself As a rapper Because I feel like You know, especially like 90s rap, uh, early 2000s, or even now, like, you know, it's always like gangster rap or, you know what I'm saying, it's extra, like, you got to be so thugged out and, you know what I'm saying, talk about a bunch of things that even if you did do, maybe it wasn't to that extent or, you know what I'm saying, things like that. I feel like him, he just was like himself. You know, he talked about going to college, you know what I'm saying, and he represented like, like being a real person from the hood, but you don't have to, you know what I'm saying, be involved in hood shit, like. You know what I'm saying? And that's kind of yeah. like, you know what I'm saying, with me at the same time. Like, I grew up in the hood, and I'm not glorifying violence or, you know what I'm saying, telling kids to to go do this, that, and the third, even though I may speak on certain things from experiences from the past or, you know what I'm saying, keeping an overall relatable thing. That's really not the message. And I feel like I always fuck with Cole for that. And a throw number five in there, big currency fan, man. Love currency, especially for, like, the weed rap. I'm a big stoner myself, man. So, he makes like the perfect music for me to just like ride to. Um, a lot of lifestyle music. Yeah. So those would be like my top five. Hey, that's have a good. To be top five. Nas, Pac, Jay, Currency, J Cole. Yeah. It's not bad company. <laughs> yeah. If you kind of like mix that all in a pot. Like I guess you would kind of get the aftermath of Malik X. We, yeah, you th-
1: do you think that's like a? Because sometimes when you say influence, like the ones that I that got me started, but not necessarily what translates into what you hear when my music comes out.
0: Uh, yeah, Is but that- I feel like if you if you listen uh, uh if you really listening, you could hear it though. Yeah, like I feel like the J Cole comparison happened a lot earlier in my uh career doing music. Um, basically, I, I had locks at one point in my life, like free form lock. So yeah. <laughs> I guess <laughs> that threw it in there too, but. Yeah, you could you could definitely peep the influences for sure, but my biggest influence on music is really just like life, like life just inspired me, like this conversation being down here with you. Like I'm pretty sure I'm gonna mention this at some point in a rap. Hey, like it's 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 coming, it's gonna happen, man. I, I'm gonna mention it. Like God, I've been dying for someone to mention me somewhere. I got you, Joe, man. <laughs> I got you, man. Like I'm big on.
1: No, you know that's it, it's. Stuff like that, I don't know. It just resonates, I think, with people that, that that like music that maybe aren't like I was in bands when I was younger, but you know we, you know it just we were like a lot of other bands, you know. Yeah. We just could never really, and probably never were going to. I think we just dug doing it. But you hear some music that you're just like really into. Like, uh I'm sure you just because you're. you're In the, you know about the local scene, like Free Black down in Akron. I don't know. Yeah.
0: No, we did it. We did a show a while back, man. Shout up the Free Black.
1: Yeah. I love, like, Flacco and HR3 came on here. And, you know, I'm from Akron. And they're, my favorite song of theirs is Surrender. But in that song, they mentioned, they they, they mentioned these Akron things that, you know, if you're from Akron, you know exactly what they're talking about. And I could never get it out of my head. Um, It's one of the reasons that I was drawn to them and drawn to the song. They're also, off-the-charts talented guys. Just really, really good, really good, really talented. They were awesome to talk to. But, yeah, just like that, like, you're hearing, taking an experience and then, like, throwing it, you know, yeah. throwing it in your song is just, that's
0: and that's, that's what, very cool. That's what make it resonate, and that's what people, you know what I'm saying, that's what where the longevity and what, what you tie it into art is. Like, I might remember the Island Boys, you know what I'm saying, like we mentioned earlier. It's not going to stick in our heads, but, like, no real music mentioned in real places and you know you're from that place and when that artist speaking it's like they kind of speaking for you it's like okay yeah like it it ties in it locks in yeah oh yeah, it, yeah. It,
1: it very much does and that this yes i'll remember the island boys but not for Good things, yeah, ready. right. I remember because
0: well, it's goofy, fucking joke,
1: yeah, I fucking it's laugh, it's goofy and yeah. <laughs> it's silly. Like when you said stitches, I was like, he can't be not that goofy dude who yeah, I'm thinking of. I was there, but I mean, that's what I remember. Like, I don't remember that, but yes, I remember. I mean, I remember the like you well, keep it with the ones you mentioned. Like the first time I heard halftime from Nas, oh, like Illmatic just is different. It's a different man. album.
0: It is. It's just very, very, very definitely different. One, definitely one of my favorites, man, all the time. Yeah, it's just,
1: it's, 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 it's amazing. Like, that's different. It, I it, You just kind of remember those things. Like, the first time I heard, like, Scenario. First time I saw the video for Scenario. Yeah. You know, with Tribe Called Quest. I still and like one of, of the dopest hip-hop
0: songs and videos, still. The video is incredible. Nice, And the too. song's
1: great. It's just, that's, and I think that was the first time I heard any of them, that I heard Busta Rhymes, that I heard, it's just, it's different. I'm like, oh, it's it's one of those things. I'm like, there's no way that they have anything else that, there. I'm gonna like some other stuff that they have. Yeah. They didn't write that, and then that's it. And everything else is right. terrible. There's no way. Definitely. Um. Yeah. I I get what you mean about that, and that that's. But that's just. It's cool to hear, that you know, life is your invocation. Because some people, I think like you it kind of goes back to the authentic versus inauthentic you yeah. know if you're trying to do something or trying to be something even when you're talking about your influences some people will will answer that question in the way they think that sounds the best not what your actual influences are oh yeah like who should i say that would really be cool or something yeah. like that versus
0: this is actually who i really really like yeah man i just like to keep it all the way genuine like yo make make it easier on myself yeah like, I don't be having... I don't get into all of that. Like, like yeah, just, just tell what your influences are. Like, I don't get into... I'm trying to make this shit sound good. I'm trying to make this shit sound like me. That's it.
1: Well, you mentioned uh, being uh, glass, glass half empty, half full. Right now, your glass is
0: completely yeah, empty. Yeah, I was going to say, more? yes, I would. Yes. <laughs> One second. I'm, I'm glad you got Back on. Man. Shark week. You know, shark, that's like my spirit animal, man. I got a shark tatted on my arm.
1: Oh, I love... Yeah, like, I used to... I just love Shark Week. I could watch that forever. Yeah, hell yeah.
0: I love watching the shows,
1: the documentaries, Jaws, the Meg. I'll watch all that stuff all day long. That stuff never gets... Like, the the one I've... uh, (laughs) <laughs> the one that I've been obsessed with is the Greenland shark. It lives in like very cold temperatures, mm. and uh, they are almost convinced because they also live to be like four or five hundred years old. Mm. They're convinced that there is something in their brains that could cure Alzheimer's because they show no depletion of brain activity even after like four hundred years. Mm. So there's something that they're starting to like really get into and say, you know, if can Greenland sharks cure Alzheimer's? Can we find something in their brain that we can duplicate to to, to cure you know. that?
0: But Sharks man wild. saving saving Hell the yeah. world out here, man. Terribly real. dangerous though. I don't pet pet them. Uh... That's what I'll be referring <laughs> to like all summer when we're like killing shows. It's been like Shark Fest, like Shark Week. Like mm. every time we pull up at a show, Shark Fest, man. We coming to we coming to kill them every time. Like yeah. for sure. Well, we got everyone got their glasses full. I'm sorry that took me so long. We started yes, getting into the conversation
1: is. and I'm like, God, I I really should have refilled your glass about 20 you know, minutes. No, I here.
0: appreciate it, bro. God, man, the bro. hospitality is A1. Oh good. glad to sure. hear. Thank glad you,
1: to sir. hear. Um, what about when you're talking about again, we're talking about music and kind of moving on. Mm-hmm. Um, is there anyone that you're local or national or dead, alive, anyone that you're like who who'd be the one you would just love to just sit in with, do a song with, do a record with, do anything with?
0: Man, well, of course I would have loved to meet Pac, man, sure. if it was possible. Can't can't meet him. I would have loved to smoke a blunt with Biggie. Can't do that. But I do want to meet Snoop Dogg, man. I got to meet Snoop, man. He's I would love to one. meet Snoop and smoke with Snoop and chop it with Snoop. We might do a record. We don't have to do a record, but I want to kick it with Snoop, man. Like He just seems like
1: another one that's a game changer. Like He just is someone that... Obviously, he's also like six six. he walks in the room, you notice him. Yeah. Also, it's Snoop Dogg. Right, yo, everybody knows. Everybody knows Snoop. That like, guy is an entity. He's he not is not like even the an most recognizable
0: anymore. rapper on the planet. That guy, that guy
1: planet. goes to he goes to Korea. He goes to Brooklyn. It's the same reaction. Everyone knows that. that's him. hard, man. It's crazy. Shout out to Uncle Snoop. How big that guy has become from the first time hearing him on, you know, the Chronic to now. Yeah, for real. Mean, that guy is wildly, wildly popular everywhere he goes. And He's very funny too.
0: No, his bro. everything that he, he used I love to do, him, uh, man.
1: he used to do um joke commentators, uh, commentating on uh, some UFC like, like prelim cards. Mm-hmm. Him with Uriah Faber, who was a, a featherweight fighter, and it was hilarious because he's really funny too. Yeah, like he would just, you know, where Uriah Faber is giving like these. Th- th- this play by play? This is what's going on in the fight, and then Snoop would just say something that was so funny you forgot the fight was going on.
0: Yeah, right. Just,
1: he's just a different a different type. He hits different on all levels.
0: Yeah, big fan of him. So I fuck with Snoop, so I yeah. definitely got to meet Snoop. Let me see. What would be a dream collaboration? Like, with somebody famous? No.
1: Hey, it may come to you tomorrow or the day after. Yeah, it may
0: come like, no. I don't know. And I like collabing. Don't get me wrong. I'm always down to collab, but I think a lot of people, maybe just like a lot of my favorite people is probably like dead. Yeah. Can't do nothing with them. No No, collabs. I get that. Yeah. Especially man. when
1: you're talking about your dream collab. That's yeah, like dream collabs. Yeah. Like, come on, man. That's of all time. You know? I would have
0: loved to meet Prince because we got the same birthday. Do you really? Yeah, June 7th. Oof. Prince is another one. Like, that would have been dope to just, like, meet Prince and have a conversation with him.
1: Yeah, the, the wild one about, the thing about Prince is that Prince was one that Prince, especially, like, in the last, whatever, 10 years, I mean... Not really in terms of videos or releasing new music or even really interviews. He wasn't a guy that was in front of the camera a lot. No, he wasn't. But that guy could be be a completely recluse for five years and he could tour and sell out an international tour. He was just different.
0: Yeah, he's a beast, man.
1: He's a uh, he's one of those guys that even if you don't know who Prince is, you know three Prince songs. No, yeah. Like he's you know, like, like oh, you know who Prince, Prince? is, yeah, yeah. Yeah. He's another one. He's uh he's he's an icon. He's an actual icon.
0: No, yeah, for yeah. sure.
1: What about, uh, um, you know, when you think about, you know, the rest of this year, next mm-hmm. year, the next couple of years, I mean, do you think far ahead mm-hmm. in terms of career-wise or what you want to do? Hell yeah. And I only ask because I think a lot of, I, I think I'm this way a lot of times, but I think a lot of people are like, you know, I, I, it's so hard for me to hit my December goal when I'm still trying to hit my September goal, if yeah. that makes sense. But I don't
0: think there's anything wrong with looking down the road. I
1: think you have to.
0: You got to look down the road. Yeah. Yeah, no. We we already got stuff booked for next year. Like, we trying really? to take, yeah, we got stuff booked for, like, this time next year. We trying to take this shit to the next level. Like, really trying to make a career out of it. And I think a lot of um, artists, especially, like, hip-hop artists, you know, they want to go from, like, nothing to something. You know, you want to go from not being known it's a like million dollar deal and things like that, but it's things you can do to really make your career tangible. You know, like we got we got ridiculous goals too, but we also got tangible means of how we're gonna get to them. You know what I'm saying? Like we're starting to get like local paid shows and, you know what I'm saying, reaching out of town. Like I just came, uh, I did a show on Tuesday down in Columbus. I opened up for this uh hip hop act named Greaves. Now, Grease is out of uh, Seattle. They real big on the West Coast. Earlier this year, I opened up for Dizzy Wright from Arizona, from Las Vegas. And this guy, Marley, was one of the uh, people that was on tour with him. So when they touched down, you know, Dizzy Wright is like a big, uh, you know, stoner rap. So I got a, a connection with um, Ohio Luxury Exotics, man. Shout out to my boys. We had gave them like this whole like weed basket. Like after the show, probably had like an ounce of weed in it, like some edibles and all type of stuff. But you know, we we tied in and, you know, got that connection. We followed each other online. So when they circled back to do the tour and one of the dates in Ohio, they needed some openers, you know. Marley reached out and we made that connection. So just doing more things like that to take the trajectory up. Like we trying to go to Tucson, Arizona, do some shows out there. You know what I'm networking. saying? Just, We're just talking yeah. about networking, you know. So it's like we got a plan, but it's really like we catching opportunities as they come too. Just by like staying active every day. Like I get on my manager nerves, man. You know, we always got to go somewhere. Sometimes you be like, "Oh, we here and we there," but we got to make the connections. Like this year, I was I was. <laughs> it's a funny story. I was supposed to present the uh, the best hip hop. Uh, the best hip hop act <laughs> the best hip hop award at the Cleveland Music Awards this year. You know, I kinda got invited by them to do it. I didn't actually get to present the award. But um yeah, I was there though. I got my uh my little thing on they gave me my little guitar pick. Oh, okay. On the Cleveland Music Awards. It nice. came in like a little bag. I got like a little glass and stuff. I think they mad at me, but it's okay. You think I'm they're good. mad at you? Yeah, I think so. So, uh, <laughs> so um, like, so mind you, a lot of this conversation was like phone and Instagram conversation. I never met anybody personally, so you know they wanted me to present the award, and you know I'm thinking it's about to go like an award show, like the VMAs, the BET Awards. I'm gonna get up there and say a little spiel and you know read the nominees and present the award. You know, which was probably something that would you would think would be maybe rehearsed or talked about beforehand. But, you know, nothing was talked about beforehand, just what time to get there. So, I got there, uh, me and my manager was there, and they had an itinerary, scheduling out, you know, when everybody performing was going to go, when different nominees was going to be brought up and stuff. So, I wasn't supposed to present the award till like, 620. You know, we got there to a red carpet at, like, 1230, you know what I'm saying, like, early, so, you know, like, you know, get here early for the red carpet, take some pictures. We're going to feed you and we got a gift bag and all this stuff. So, you know, I get the gift bag, take the picture. Shout out to No Numbers, man. He's the one doing the pictures. And uh, oh, I was there, you know, hours passed. And okay, around, uh, ironically, around like 420, <laughs> <laughs> we stepped out to to have a smoke break, you know? And uh, come back, maybe forty five minutes later, and like the awards is like over with. Like it's like they presented like, <laughs> Wait, <laughs> they presented like. So this stuff is supposed to run from like twelve to like seven o'clock. So you know we step away. I'm thinking we got all day to come back. Like I'm not. I'm not gonna miss the time to present. Like I didn't come here for nothing. Like you know I went and got some. uh... You know, some drip to put on, Sherby Gang, so I could represent at the red carpet. You know, we we ready to go in there. We we was lit. We was there. Uh, my brother pulled up. He bought a ticket and everything. So when I get back, the hip-hop world was already presented, man. Like, it was already presented. And then um, my dudes, Fox Ears, didn't win Best New Band. So we just left, man. We ended up going to Noble Beasts. Uh, and getting some food down there, and, and and then I don't know what happened the rest of the night. With well, first of
1: all, you're talking my language, Noble Beast. Noble Beast, that's my place.
0: I'm like I'm like a real foodie on the low, man. We we need to go get some food one day, bro. There we are need some to do that. again. I, well, I mentioned it very early. Cleveland is one of the it has
1: got some of the best food scenes, man. Like, uh, I mean, I and, and I love. I have easily been a Noble Beast. Eighty to hundred times, but no. so like, like no, no doubt, I think their beer is great. I think their food's very. I think the food's, it's not just like the best brewery food. I think they have one of the best restaurants in general. Their chefs really, really good. But let's go back to the story. Yeah, because here's what, <laughs> because so here's what I, what I'm here like. This to me is not your fault. My,
0: hey man, not just because you're sitting here. Thank you. This is not this. Does Keep not, it a
1: book. This is not this does not sound like your fault. If it's an award show, I don't care what I've been to grade school plays that were more organized than that. Come on, man. They tell you what time you you're gonna especially if you're involved in it. Yeah. Like I remember being like in a play in third grade, they're like, hey man, you're going on at one.
0: Yeah. And, and and there was also a rehearsal before the play. Yes. Like you knew yes. your lines before the play. Yes. So um so this this is this where I think <laughs> this is where I think they were salty at. So you know, it happens. And we leave. Whatever. It's the wars is over. What the fuck? We going home. So the next day, I'm opening the bag, the gifts. I don't even know what's in the bag. So opening it, was like this little thing. It was like a little nice thing. Uh, came with like a little velvet bag. It was a little, it's like a guitar pick inside this thing. Or whatever. They like say Cleveland Music Awards. It came in a little, a little glass. And uh, that that was really it. Like, I just posted it in my story. I feel like I was actually the only person that posted the gif in their story, showing my appreciation. So I posted it on, uh, online, and then they DM me. Like, hey, I see you got your presenter award, yet you weren't there to present. I'm like, hey, I was there to present. I don't know how the show went from starting late to ending early, but hey, I was there. So... Man, what did they say after that, man? So they uh they oh, what they say? They said, "Well, we followed the schedule, and you you know you should we followed the the order. You know you should have been there or whatever." So then I'm like, "All right, now I feel like they blowing down on me in the uh, in the DM." So I'm like, "Hey, well, first of all, when I got there, wasn't greeted by anybody. Don't know who the staff is. Can't who's even running this show." Wasn't introduced to the host. Wasn't told what I could or could not say, because I guess y'all wanted to stream it live somewhere else. So, you know, like when I do family-friendly events, they always tell me like, hey, keep it. No explicit lyrics. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know if I could have cussed up there. That's why I asked you earlier on on this. Like, hey, I always ask first. Like, hey, can we do this? Let me know the guidelines. There was no guidelines. How is the show over? Like an hour and a half before it's supposed to be. And y'all mad at me, so I don't know.
1: Yeah, I would have. My first response. This is just me. This is how I would handle that. My first response was like, "Great, let's start at the beginning. What time did you tell me to be there?" Yeah, and I was they there. were like, "Well, I we didn't tell you a certain time. like Yeah, I got there at twelve thirty. Yeah, because you never told me what time to be there. Right. As far as you stayed on schedule, you couldn't have stayed on schedule because you told me that you were running late. So how are you on schedule if you're running late? That doesn't make any sense. Also. Who is the person that was supposed to tell me where to be? I was there from twelve thirty to four, I wouldn't say four thirty. I wouldn't say four twenty. Just cause it just looks worse for you. Right, right, right. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, you're that. essentially there for four hours and no one came up to me. No Man. one gave me an update. No one said anything. Nobody no even one said, Hey, hello. we're getting a little bit close, so don't go anywhere. You know, I mean it's 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 I'm sorry that the time I, as far as I know now, if I had stepped out for my break at two 30, you would have had me go on. I don't know because yeah. no one told me anything. If I missed an email, please forward it to me and I'll go over at my manager and I will post an apology. However, yeah. it doesn't exist because you never did that. So Amen. I'm sorry. Look, I understand shows of this shows of that I certainly wish I could have been there but you can't tell me I missed something when you didn't tell me what time I was there to not miss it. Hey, man,
0: <laughs> I'm glad you feel me, Joe, man. I do. So, hey. That's
1: silly, man.
0: Hey, look, man, still, I, I told him, look, look, no hard feelings, man. Like, yeah. I got some ideas on how to get this better organized and executed next year, man. So let's let's talk about next year, man, because this year already happened. So maybe they'll reach back out, man. I don't know, man.
1: Well, I think that
0: they can and they will.
1: I mean, you're, already, you're up again for a... Uh, uh, best artist on Cleveland scene, right?
0: Yeah, that, that was the funny thing too. So I wasn't nominated for a Cleveland Music Award. Yeah, like next week, it's coming out next week. Oh, is it? Yeah, the twenty sometime next week. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'm 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 anxious to see what's happening. This is actually my uh, my third time being nominated by scene. Yeah, that,
1: that this is yeah this is my third too. Yeah, yeah for best podcast. Yeah. So
0: hopefully, third time the charm. I, I never won.
1: Yeah. There's some good. Well, who else is in your category? I can't
0: remember. Uh, me, Toby. Toby's in there. I remember that. Um, some dude named. Col- is it Kobe Colgate? Coley, Coley. I Coley. do know Coley. Yes. Um, somebody, and then this guy. Uh, what's the guy name? What's the guy's name? Marcus Thorne, man. Your favorite rapper, your guy, man. Favorite ah, rapper? Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> that's not our favorite. I'm trolling. I'm trolling. <laughs> I'm trolling, man. That'd be too funny if she's like,
1: "Yeah, I'm helping you out, but I'm really hoping to eventually get on the team of my favorite rapper."
0: <laughs> yeah, like, damn, that's fucked up. No, I'll I be trolling. It's an it's an inside joke. It's an inside outside joke. Well,
1: that's good though, man. That I mean, that three years in a row. Um, I mean, that's,
0: that's no, not not in a row. What's crazy? has been like every. No, uh, I thought you were nominated last. Uh, every, every every odd year. Oh, okay, okay. I so, so I got nominated for the first time in 2019. Not in twenty twenty, and then it was nominated again in twenty twenty one. Not in twenty twenty two, and then this year.
1: Twenty twenty doesn't count for anything. That years we should just get yeah. Rid
0: of it. We should just eliminate that year. I, I felt the same way too. I'm like, damn man, because I wanted. I feel like I should have won it in twenty nineteen, but I didn't. Yeah. I think uh fresh produce won. No, oh, fresh I think produce you're right. Win. I
1: actually think you're right. Yeah, they won. Uh, but yeah, twenty twenty. I don't. We should just. That year messed everything up for everybody. I yeah. I honestly it actually messed up my 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 thought process in terms of how long ago something was. Yeah. Like cuz that for like 5 months like I was just sitting in my house doing nothing. So I yeah.
0: Yeah, it was, it was, it, was a, it was a weird time. That yeah, was an well,
1: interesting year. Oh yeah, it was wild. Yeah. That was, no, a, that, was, was a that was that nutty was. sure. Um Yeah, that's uh, a <laughs> I don't know. I I think that uh I don't know, the Cleveland scene thing. It's cool. It's always very, very cool. It is. Um... I've gotten so many emails from them in the last two months asking me to buy ad space. Mm. And, like, it'll really help your chances. I'm like, how am I? I've already been nominated. I don't give a shit. Why yeah, right. Why are you trying to get me to buy ad space now? I'm already on the list. Right. Like, you did this in the wrong order. Yeah. Also, like, the list has gotten a little out of control. Not, not really on the creative side, but honestly, well, we were talking about food. The food side. Yeah. Like, if you go to the, the, that entire thing. And I only went there one time to go through it because I wanted to vote for all my friends and the people that I liked and the guests. But yeah. the food one is something like 80, 80 category. It's way too long.
0: No, it's long. It's
1: way, way too long. It gets bigger every single year. Hey. And I, I don't know. I'd, I'd love to see what their actual like turnout, voter turnout is. But if you're in that last category, I bet no one's going there. It's
0: just way too long. It's so crazy, man. So it's like a, this is a joke. And I don't know if anybody's seen it. But on the Cleveland scene, for the best mag for the best uh restaurant on the e- in East Cleveland, there was none listed. Like <laughs> it wasn't none listed. Like
1: there's some categories where there's only one.
0: Yeah, like one. Like I'm like I think fuck. they got it wrapped up. Yeah, I think they got it. They got it sold up. Like take that out, man. Yeah. Like if
1: there's none in there or there's only one, take that shit out. Like it, it out. just looks bad.
0: Yeah. It lo-
1: it looks bad on a couple different levels,
0: but and hey, I think a lot magazine. of it's too like it's a um you know it's like a popularity contest and you do have to campaign you do and I think everybody doesn't really actively campaign to even let their fan base know to go vote yeah so it's like if certain restaurants or barber shops or tattoo shops or any shops that wasn't like really listed they probably should they probably just didn't actively let yeah, you know.
1: and some of them, too, like, the, you know, there's ones on there that I don't agree with at all. Like, yeah. one was, like, what are the best tacos? And, you know, what? No, I'll say it. I don't give a shit. Barrio is on there for, like, best tacos. No, it's not.
0: Oh, That's not off. even close. They
1: fell off. I mean, they, they they haven't been for a long time. Man, we went to Barrio, was that yesterday? Yeah, the day before. Like, I don't dislike it. But, I mean, from where we're sitting right here, there's five other places within a mile of where we're sitting. Like La Plaza is way better. Uh, I mean, you know, Baroque like more op- again, just authentic, really. Yeah. But no, it's just weird. But there's a lot on there like that. So yeah, there is a popularity for sure. Yeah. A contest. You got a sure.
0: campaign with it. Yeah. I've, I've been I've been having a lot of fun with it this uh this year. Like the first year I got nominated, I was it was unexpected. Like my uh my dude Savage called me the morning like oh my god like you in the scene like oh shit I didn't even know they even did this. So 2021, was like, oh, okay, you know, I kind of wanted to win. And then this year, I'm just like, I'm just having fun with it, man. Like, we've been shooting, like, so much, like, fun content with the shit. Like, just having fun with, like, the whole voting process. I've been popping up, like, random places and for fucking pay phones and telling people to vote for me and just, like, shooting a lot of crazy videos. I've been having a lot of fun, man. So, you know, win, win loser draw, man. I still feel like I'm the best, man. Whatever. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, it's good. Wait, hey, we'll find out next. It's sometime yeah. next week. I don't remember when. We shall see. Um, but it'll be cool. I wish you luck for that. Well, um, where can everybody find your stuff? I know we talked about a couple different things, but yeah, yeah. So, hey, where can everybody find? Obviously, streaming like you know on Apple, things like that. But um, yeah, I think the Bandcamp like, specifically. Let's make sure we we.
0: Yeah. So that. the Bandcamp, you know, go to bandcamp.com. Just type in Malik X, M-A-L-I-K, space, letter X, and it should pop up right then and there. You know, we got some stuff streaming everywhere, Gourmet Raps, Monday, and uh, more more new music coming, man. Like, s- as fast as I can get it out, man. Well,
1: that's awesome, man.
0: With certain things, it would be like, it's the back end. It's not the creation. It's the, you know, we got to get it mixed. Got to get it mastered. And then, you know with these uh playlists on like spotify apple music they want me to submit to the to these editorial playlists you know months in advance before the music even comes out so we trying to do like you know a real campaign with the next records and stuff so we got so much stuff in store man but if you are on instagram follow your boy at I M am malik x m-a-l-i-k letter x man the best coming out the land man
1: and let's make sure you follow
0: the Gillis podcast
1: on Instagram, as we've already covered. It's really the only one that we care about. Yeah, we only like real. the Instagram. That's the best one for sure. Um, please, definitely, please check out uh, uh, Malik X. Um, this has been a lot of fun. No, for real. Talking like this I'm really combo, glad man. this is uh, a year. Hey man, you're you're a lot you're a lot like everyone that comes on here that instantly I just kind of just enjoy talking to, even though. We exchange a couple of messages, a couple of really funny ones about getting high. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but uh, you're just a regular guy that's doing something really, really cool. For real, I man. I think that's why people like you. I think that's why you're getting voted for in these types of things. Why people are asking to do presenting awards, whether you make it there or not. So yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> but, I mean, stuff like that. I Again, I think that that's what speaks to people. I think that's what people like. Um, so, I do appreciate that. Uh, but definitely, definitely, definitely check out Malik X. Um Check out his entire catalog. Go to Bandcamp. Go everywhere. You know, check all these things out. There's a lot of really great stuff out there and more coming. Um, October 7th, you can see him at Crowbar with a lot of past Gillis podcast guests. Baker's Basement's going to be there. Joel Green, Mikey Silas. Um I can't remember all of them, but there's a... Oh, yeah. Karin Spear, I think, is going to be one that's going to be on there as well. Yeah. Foxy all is going to be there. Yes, there's a lot. There's the it's, it's from noon until basically into the night. I mean, you can go there... Anytime throughout the day, and you're going to catch some great music, and it's going to put on by the Jordans at Locally Grown, who I love, Malik loves, everybody loves. They're, they're, they're really sure. good. I'm really excited about this, Hell and I'm yeah. even more excited about it now that I got a chance to talk to you. So. Hell yeah. Thanks for taking the time, man. I really appreciate no, thank it. Thank
0: you for having me, man. And Hospitality has been A1 Guildest Podcast, man, for sure. Hey, We aim to please. Thank you.